Welcome to the official podcast of the Hoffeld Group. Your host is the CEO and Chief Sales Trainer of the Hoffeld Group, David Hoffeld. Welcome to the Science of Selling Sales Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to look at a mindset that is scientifically proven to radically improve sales outcomes. Joined with me today, as always, is the great, the legendary <laughs> Paulson. How are you, my friend? I am doing great. I've been reading the book Mindhunter by John Douglas. Sure. He's one of the FBI's first criminal profilers. Um, and it's one of those books that once you start reading it, you, you like can't put it down. Like it's almost impossible to put down. And it turned into a series on Netflix. But I got to say, the book is way better than the TV show. Um, what, what books have you been reading? I've been reading a lot recently. I'm kind of in the, in the midst of writing <laughs> my next book um, that comes out next November, 2021. And, mark um, your calendars, the, guys. <laughs> yeah, mark your calendars. I'm in, um, just reading a lot of academic journals. But an interesting book that I've just started reading uh, very recently is called Daily Rituals by <laughs> an author named um, Frank, uh, I believe his name is pronounced Kefna. And it's really interesting because what it does, it goes through um, close to about 100 different artists or well-known writers um, over the last century and looks at what are the ways they structured their day. And some really interesting uh, ideas on how people start their day, the way they structure it and how they end their day. A lot of diversity, but I found it's really neat about halfway through it. But it's, you know, each author or artist gets about a page, page and a half. And it kind of really just gives you a lot of insight on how they ran their lives and how they structured their life to really benefit their work. So I've already gotten a few interesting ideas, but it's really been a fascinating book to see how odd um, many of the people are as far as how they run their days that are very well known. And you think they would do just a normal day like most people do. You know, they get up in the morning and they go to bed in the evening. Even that isn't always true. But what they do throughout the day, it's really been a fascinating read. Are there any stories or artists in there where there's something that they do during the day where it was so outrageous or just bizarre? You're like, this, this is something else. Well, yeah. I mean, depending on the artist, you know, some of them are very... Uh, very careful what they put into their body, uh, food and drink, and others are, are <laughs> not. So you get a lot of extremes. I mean, there's a lot of diversity here on thought regarding how you prime yourself. But it's been really interesting to see just that a lot of times, just the sleeping habits, for example, are really interesting. Uh, I've been reminded of the importance of like naps periodically or even structuring your day. So a lot of people, some of them are night owls. And so kind of like me, they work into the night. Some of my best ideas have come at two and three in the morning. And other people get up in the morning and do most of their work then. So there's really just molding your work and your creativity, kind of fostering it through how you structure your day. And it, it's something I think that's a little unique for everyone, depending on your personality and, and preferences and how your body works. But it's been really neat to see just a tremendous diversity 
that there's no two that are similar. There's a lot of really uniqueness. And it kind of gives you the freedom to go, okay, I'm not abnormal when I do that. Okay, <laughs> others have done it. Or, you know, that's a good I'm idea. I should try that. It's been, it's been really a, a, a unique kind of book, but it's a fun book to read. Like always, you already have me sold. I will be purchasing it um, <laughs> probably within the next 20 minutes here. And, and let's segue from books like Mindhunter to mindsets yes. and in sales, having the right mindset is scientifically scientifically proven to increase your sales. The science is there. Why do mindsets matter in sales in the first place? Boy, do they ever. And they, they matter in a way that is easy to underestimate. I think all of us naturally underestimate the impact that mindsets have. At least that's what the studies show because the the, the science on this is quite conclusive. There are certain mindsets that literally set you up for sales success and success in general in almost every area of your life. And the opposite is also true, Carl. There are mindsets that have been scientifically proven now in decades of research that almost guarantee you won't be successful. And so this is really impactful because these mindsets predispose us to act in very predictable ways. And I see this every time, literally every time I go into an organization to work with their salespeople. I see that some of them take the training and go really well and they absorb it well. And they're just success. I can, by the end of the training uh, of a day, even I'll be able to say, okay, he or she is going to do awesome. And then there's others where just the mindset they have literally makes the training not as impactful and guarantees that much won't change because of it. In fact, this is so important. I'm, one of the things I'm writing about for my next book is mindsets. It's the first chapter, actually. We're going to talk about a couple of them in the book. But the science shows that these can actually, when you have certain mindsets, people that do, when they test what kind of sales outcomes do they produce, it's often two to one ratio, meaning if you have a certain mindset, uh, in these studies, you sell 100% more than people with the opposite mindset. So this is not a minor issue. This is a major issue. And if you have the right mindsets, it gives you that solid foundation in selling that literally makes it hard for you not to be successful. It, it's one of those things that I know in my own personal experience I realized I had a growth mindset, even though I didn't know what to call it at the time until, until I met you. Um, but I realized I had kind of this different mindset when I was working in my first professional position after graduating college. And I was fortunate enough to land a sales and recruiting role for a healthcare company. And I remember during my first and second month, I was cold calling like crazy, trying to develop relationships with clients like crazy. I was getting rejected left and right, day in and day out. Yet, I would still wake up every morning with this overwhelming sense of enthusiasm and drive to continue wholeheartedly to dive into the sales activities I was engaging in because I knew that even on my most challenging days, I was learning, I was growing, and I was getting better every day even when it was the most nanoscopic progress and which a lot of the time it was nanoscopic progress. Sure. But for me, that continual growth 
it's what motivates me. It it's what makes me happy. It's, and it's why I love sales because sales is a career that demonstrates the power of a growth mindset. And if, if we fast forward to when you and I first started working together a couple of years ago, I am so happy that you recognize my mindset as a growth mindset versus the mindset of a crazy person, which I was a little worried about when we first met, especially when you saw my sales training finder, um, yes. which yeah. it, you know basically looked like an encyclopedia or, or maybe a manifesto, <laughs> I'm not sure. And in it, I transcribed word for word every single video module in your sales training course, which saying that out loud does sound a little insane, but it, at least it's some evidence that I'm not just saying I have a growth mindset, but it's it's truly a part of who I am. And even more importantly, because it's related to, to real world application, I've probably had you listen to 10 plus hours of calls and meetings I'm having with prospective clients. And I'm asking you for real-time feedback and asking questions like, how can I improve? What can I be doing better? And then taking that advice and having you listen to another 10 plus hours of calls where I'm applying your advice and you've been able to see the growth that I'm experiencing in real time, which has been a really cool experience, I, I think, for both of us. And it's really cemented for me my belief that cultivating a growth mindset may be the closest thing we're ever going to get to a superpower, especially for salespeople. And, and mm-hmm. David, you were the one who educated me on growth mindsets. So for our listeners, how can you figure out if you have a growth mindset in the first place. Yeah, so let's talk about what one is to make sure our listeners Mm -hmm. understand that. So a growth mindset essentially is the belief that through hard work, through good training, to your point, Carl, that all of us can improve. So regardless of where you are today in your journey with selling, whether you're just beginning it or you're a seasoned pro, all of us can continually prove and should continually try to improve. Now, there's an opposite mindset I want to call our listeners' attention to as well that many salespeople fall into, and it's what's called a fixed mindset. So a growth mindset treats your muscle, treats your sales ability like a muscle. You have to continually develop, right? So the fixed mindset is the opposite. It's this idea that's very prevalent in sales, which says, hey, salespeople are born, not made. Either you have it or you don't. And the the difference in results these two mindsets produce is staggering, staggering. Um, in numerous studies have shown that those with a growth mindset outperform those with a fixed mindset significantly. It's not even close. Here's why. A growth mindset, when you make a mistake, to your point, Carl, or you're learning, right, you, you don't take it as you're a failure. Now, you might have not done well on that call. But you say, okay, what can I learn from that? How can I get better? Whereas a person with a fixed mindset, when they experience something like that, they say, I shouldn't be in sales. I mean, I'm, I'm not cut out from this. Clearly, I'm, not, I'm failing right now. I'm a failure, right? They take it personally. Mm-hmm. Why? Because their belief is either you have it or you don't. And clearly, I don't, right? Whereas a growth mindset says, no, we, we all are, have to learn this. We all start at different places. Everyone can get better with hard work and good training. And so these two mindsets couldn't be more different in the results they produce. And so let's give our listeners real quickly a couple ways. How do you know which one you have? I'm going to give you a very short quiz 
just four statements, and just think to yourself if you would say this is true or false. All right, let's jump in. So the first one is your ability to sell is part of who you are and not something you can change. Think honestly, is that true or false? The next one, no matter how good you are at selling, you can always improve. True or false? You can learn new selling strategies, but you can't change much about your ability to influence others. True or false? And selling is a skill you can develop regardless of your innate talent or personality. True or false? Right? The way we answer those questions, honestly, what do you really believe? Will kind of help us get an understanding, okay, do I have a growth mindset? Do I believe that no matter how good I am at sales, I can always improve? Or do I have a fixed mindset, like my ability to sell as part of who I am and you know, not really something I can change? Either you have it or, or you don't. Makes a huge difference. The good news, though, Carl, is regardless of where our listeners fall in that short quiz, it doesn't matter because you can change your mindset. Your mindset, you're not born with it. It's not like the size of your feet, right? <laughs> How big your ears are, right? You can't do much about that. With the mindset, you embrace them. You adopt them and you can disregard them. All of us have over the course of our life believed one thing and later on, we changed our mind, right? That's just part of getting more knowledge and growing up as a person. And so the same thing is true with our mindsets. So if you say, you know what, David, Carl, I feel like I have maybe in between a growth or a fixed mindset, or I have a fixed mindset, or, you know, I, I think I have more of a growth mindset. Now that we know where you're at, regardless of where you fall on that spectrum, how do we get your growth mindset stronger? How do we move you from a hybrid of a fixed and growth mindset to a strong growth mindset? And how do we, if you have a fixed mindset, how do we move you over to a growth mindset? Because that's what we want to do. If you have a fixed mindset with 100% certainty, based on decades of scientific research and my own experience um, working with sales professionals, a fixed mindset will hinder your sales performance with 100% certainty. It will create the ceiling that you keep hitting your head against. The stronger your growth mindset, the more likely you are to be successful at selling. And Carl, to what you mentioned, one of the things that really got my attention when you and I first met, so you went through the virtual learning mm -hmm. and then you had signed up for our coaching services as well. And the first time we met face-to-face, -face, I think your office at the time was five minutes away yeah, from yeah. mine in, in here in Minneapolis. And uh, you came in and to, you mentioned it earlier, you had this thick, I'd say it was four or five inch notebook and you put it down on our conference room table. And I think I asked her, I said, what's, what's that? And you said, well, that's all the videos on your virtual learning. And I'm like, what do you mean? And then you showed me, I mean, there's, we have uh, about 150 videos on there on average seven, eight minutes long. And <laughs> you had transcribed all of them. And I'm like, all of a sudden I'm like, who's this guy? Because <laughs> Regardless of how good guy? you are now, I'm like a person who will demonstrate that strong of a growth mindset is someone that I want to take really seriously because this guy's going places because someone who will do that because most people won't. I have never had anyone do anything like that um, before, even close. 
And so when you came in and showed me that, I'm like, wow. Okay. And instantly I saw your growth mindset and I'm like, okay, now this is, this guy's a little different in a very good way. This guy is setting himself up for success. The fact that he would even do that. And that, that's no small feat, what you did there. Um, and so I'm like, wow. So that got my attention right away. Well, and I think, you know, it, it may be, I may not be smart enough to not have a growth mindset because I, I feel like it's something that <laughs> I, I've really um, had to develop. Like you said, it's not something yep. you're born with. And it is something yes. that, that you work on and, and you can grow in. And yes. let's say that you, you, you know, take the quiz. Our listeners out there take the quiz that, that you just had them go through and they end up having more of a fixed mindset. What are a few ways that they can start cultivating a growth mindset, some things that they can start doing to change their current mindset? Yeah, it's an important question because I think the reason that you're as successful as you are and the, the only reason I was able to write the science of selling and, and uh, develop my sales training practice is because of a growth mindset. A growth mindset is that foundation. So what can our listeners do? A couple things. Number one, identify fixed mindset triggers. We all have them. Um, oftentimes when you experience like a setback or a rejection or a sales call that really goes bad or someone criticizes you, right? All of us have these triggers. Those are some of the most common where we go, we fall into a fixed mindset. Those little triggers do that. So think about this for yourself and say, okay, when am I most likely to have a fixed mindset? What happens? And you're going to notice there's a couple things that'll often push you into the fixed mindset. Uh, I have those triggers. Carl, you have them. Mm -hmm. Everyone does. When you identify them, it's easier to catch yourself. And you go, oh, here I go again. And now you can pull yourself right out of it, right? Because situations can definitely influence our mindset. So number one, identify that. Second, we want to adopt growth-focused self-talk. What does that mean? Let's say you're struggling with learning a new sales skill. Let's say like, negotiating and you're struggling with it and it's not going that well. Um, instead of saying, you know what, I'm, I'm never going to learn this or man, this is really tough. Instead, you focus on how you talk to yourself. You say, I, I, I haven't learned this yet or you know what, this is tough, but what do I need to work on right now to get a little bit better by tomorrow, right? You just start talking to yourself a little bit differently because oftentimes when we have a fixed mindset, we use fixed mindset language with ourselves. Like, I'm a failure. I can't do this. This is way too... It's that kind of language that reinforces that mindset. We don't want to do that. We want growth-focused self-talk. Because the way you talk to yourself matters um, quite a bit. Third, act on your growth mindset. Here's how you can really tell. Beyond the quiz I gave you, if you have a growth mindset, do you act on it? What kind of things have you done uh, on your own without anyone pushing you to do it to improve your sales ability. If you say, well, not much, then you don't have a strong growth mindset. I can tell you with certainty, right? Because if you have it, you'll act on it. So that also gives us a clue. If I want to strengthen my mindset or embrace a growth mindset, what can I do? I can mold that mindset through my actions. I'm going to say, okay, I want to act on that mindset. I want to do those things. I want to, what can I read? What can I listen to? How can I improve my sales ability? Even if it's five or 10 minutes a day, you know, five or 10 minutes a day, 
one day, probably not going to change your life. But if you can do that uh, over the course of a week or a month or a year, it will change your life. Guarantee you. So focus on acting on that growth mindset because you, when you act on it, it'll naturally shift that mindset. Uh, two more things. Get around people that have a growth mindset. Right? So if you have a colleague, let's say, who, who wants to learn as well, maybe meet with them uh, once every few weeks or every week if you can and just talk for a few minutes about what you're learning. What have you learned in the last week? Having those kind of learning-focused conversations, someone that's going to hold you accountable too, like, okay, I, I haven't done much this week, but I know I need to because I'm talking to Bob on Monday, and I know he's going to ask me. So get around people um, that have a growth mindset. Now, let me share with you a problem I had regarding this uh, years ago. I wasn't around many people with a growth mindset, right? In my job and in the people I knew, uh, not a lot of growth mindsets going on there. So what, do I, what did I do? What I did was I would, this is many years ago, immerse myself in books, in videos, in trainings, learning from people that had a growth mindset that maybe I didn't know personally, but I could connect with through their writing. And so that made a big difference for me early in my career when I looked around and said, there are not a lot of people here that are, are as aggressive as I am on improving. In fact, there's no one. What do I do? Well, there are people out there and you might not know them yet personally. You will. If you have a growth mindset, eventually you'll meet them. But for the time being, read, immerse yourself in videos on YouTube, podcasts like this one. Do those things to get around those people and listen to how they talk and how they think and embrace that. Final thing, celebrate growth. So at the end of every day, Ask yourself, what have I learned today? And think about it like this. Let's imagine at the end of this year that you achieve all your sales goals. But as you reflect on the year, you realize, you know, I really didn't learn anything new or improve in any way. I just kind of met my goals, which is good. Did you have a successful year? I would say no. Yeah, you met your objective sales goals, which is good. But if you're not learning, if you're not improving, if you're not growing in today's hyper-competitive marketplace, you will fall behind. Mm -hmm. I would say you did not have a successful year. So you want to celebrate growth. Last podcast, we talked about doing that win-loss analysis yes. with the six whys. That's a good example of when I lose a sale or I win a sale, I always want to learn more from both experiences. I want to get better because of it. That's one way I can live that out. But celebrate it. What did I learn today? right? To always look for those things. And when you have a bad experience, what can I learn from it so I can get better? But if you start incorporating those things in your life, you can transform yourself and strengthen your growth mindset. And the stronger it is, that stronger that foundation you're going to have, the more likely your actions will bring you into success because actions flow from beliefs. <laughs> and oftentimes our beliefs will sabotage us. That's why a growth mindset is absolutely mission critical when it comes to sales success. Again, it is, I think it is a superpower of salespeople. Probably the superpower of anyone is having a growth mindset. And what's great about those five tips you just gave is anyone can implement them. There is no way after listening to this podcast that if you do have a fixed mindset, even if you have a growth mindset, that there's not something you can take away to even make yourself better. And 
as always, David, talking to you is more than a pleasure. It's always amazing. Um, assignment for listeners this week is to take the mindset quiz that we described earlier in this podcast and send an email to contact at hoffeldgroup.com. That is contact at hoffeldgroup.com and let us know your results. And if you have a fixed mindset or if you have a growth mindset, what you are going to do in terms of actions to either, if you're at a fixed mindset, get to a growth mindset, or if you have a growth mindset, make it even stronger. And if you are someone that has a fixed mindset and you're looking for a way to learn more about mindsets in general, please make sure to check out our resources page on hoffeldgroup.com. That is www.hoffeldgroup.com. Check out our resources on mindsets. It's something that David is not only passionate about, extremely knowledgeable about. And I remember uh, taking the training. It was one of the first things you talked about and something that I still, to this day, you know, go over my beliefs on a daily basis and make sure that they are positive. So it is a extremely, extremely powerful thing talking about growth mindsets. And David, until next time, uh, in, in, enjoy this fall weather. Uh, Sky you ma, go Gophers with the uh, coming back with the Big Ten and um, have a great rest of your week. Sounds great. You too, Carl.